Not So Peter Priest's podcast, the podcast where a gay veteran and his emotional support Canadian scream into the void about the Mormon church. If you want to reach us, we are on Instagram at Not So Peter Priesthood. And you can email us at Not So Peter Priesthood at gmail.com. Thanks for joining us. Enjoy! Totally fine. You're totally normal. Everything's I'm, normal about you. That's I am me. the most just normal <laughs> of them all. <laughs> uh huh. That's exactly know. podcast. It's <laughs> so normal. <laughs> I don't know. If people don't know. I'm super de duper de normal. Because <laughs> moral people say that they're super de duper de normal. <laughs> <laughs> what is it like? People who are are crazy don't question whether or not they're crazy it's true i'm i know, think i'm crazy every day so i mean i am but it's <laughs> 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 <Yeah>. fine <laughs> so <laughs> yeah we got for us dusty dusty's well, leaving the, the, the discussion train. today yeah. welcome everyone sister john you have any chart. announcements first before we <laughs> Opening exercises. <laughs> yes, I'm slowly descending into madness. That's my announcement. <laughs> tell, tell the listeners what you were uh, singing before. <laughs> <laughs> so, both my children are in school. My youngest only goes for, it's like pretend school. It's the most adorable thing. He's only gone for like a couple hours. Um, But they're both gone, and it's very quiet in my house. Because if you know my kids, they are, they are the opposite of quiet. Quiet does not does not register in our house. Like quiet? What is this? What Who is, is quiet? Silence? <laughs> what? Even like the dogs snore and make noise. But anyways, it was very quiet in here, and I just started singing Christmas songs. But like, I started adding accents, <laughs> and then like doing like little little brothels. I do that sometimes too. <laughs> And both my dogs are just looking at me like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> I was like, come here, Walter. And he's like, nah, man, nah, I'm good. Nah. See you later. And he just like left the room. <laughs> come sing with me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I need so much therapy. Anyways. <laughs> so. Uh, opening exercises was plug for therapy for... It's like our plug every everybody. Time. If we're gonna sponsor, it has to be some sort of therapy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, okay. I don't know how we got on this subject, but we've been like talking around it for a while. About like people who leave the church. <laughs> I just leave it at that. People who leave and like the house, or whatever. Where are you going? Where are you, what are you doing? Just leaving. People who leave, just leaving in general, who just get up and walk out. Irish guys. Yeah, that's my favorite. So my, my family union, I totally did that. Love it. I, love it. I was like, we well, try I'm... with my family, but they're all like, where are you going? What are you doing? What's up? Where? What are you doing? We got to wait till they're like. Preoccupied. Well, I don't know. My family. There's too many my, of my family. family. 
Oh, there's tons of them on mine, but like you gotta wait till they do like activities. Like there was oh, a God. quilt, there was like a quilt making section. There was a <laughs> somebody they were playing cornhole. There was a cornhole tournament. There was what else was going on? A there was a fire. Tournament. Oh yeah, and uh, <laughs> like as a legit like oh we, uh, you guys are the team and yeah, yeah like they keep like brackets and everything and brackets for cornhole. Oh my god, that's my favorite thing I've ever heard. Yeah, and then uh, there was like this group that was just talking, and then there was like. Uh, a few of the women had gone inside to, of course, clean. You know, of course, yeah. No men would go in and clean. That's and uh, yeah, and I was like, okay, bye. I didn't even say goodbye. I was just like, <laughs> stuck oh around, now, left. <laughs> and then, like, yeah. thirty minutes later, I got texts. Where are you? <laughs> oh, I'm gone, bitches. Bye. <laughs> I know. I have unfortunately a four-year-old that's like, I have to hug everyone goodbye first. And I'm like, I'm going to leave. Stop it. Uh, Good thing you anyway, so why did you leave <laughs> anything in general? Anything. Yeah. <laughs> why did you leave? <laughs> More specifically, for the purposes of this podcast, we are going to talk about why people leave the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Because how long ago, like, when did you leave versus when you did, resigned? I think that's an interesting topic. Like, uh, like removed my records from the. Yeah, yeah. So I had, um, it's. I was talking on Twitter about this. Like somebody was saying that they were they like, uh, what was it? This is a long drawn out answer, obviously. But the um, they said that like it was. Anyway, maybe I shouldn't even bring that up because now I can't remember it. Anyway, but the. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, Anyway, um. I just kind of Irish goodbyed the church. <laughs> I, I was it. just like, okay, I'm out, you know, boop, just stopped going. And yeah. like, meh. Yeah. And, and then it helped that also I was, I like joined the Navy and that I was like, I didn't really have anything to do with, I used that as like, oh, this is my opportunity to just not be a part. And I even specifically told myself, like, if like, if the opportunity to come, go to church comes up, I'm not going to go, but then I did go at boot camp because it was an excuse to get out of, um, out of the uh, RDC's view (laughs) for a little bit, but um, I don't remember anything about those, like going to those, because I was so tired, just uh, like, I just remember just like being in the church and being like, "Uh, I don't know what you're talking about, but I'm just glad you're not yelling at me. (laughs) And um, and then and that was in 2012, and then in about at about 2000, I want to say eight, 18, so six years later. Um, I think was that when. So I remember the thing coming up in like 2015. Was that in 2015 when the they talked about the children of gay parents couldn't yeah, be couldn't baptized until they were 18. 18. So that came up and I was like really upset about that. And then um, I think it was around 2000, I want to, 2016 is when I started like really like thinking about it again. Like I was like, oh, there's a lot of issues here, you know, and I realized that there were unresolved issues that I had. And it wasn't just about homosexuality. It was just like there was, if if I was wrong about, um, if the 
the church is wrong about homosexuality and like the feeling like then what else are they wrong about and so I started looking into it more and more, and then I started listening to podcasts. I found Not Somali Mormon podcast. First, I started listening to Mormon stories, um, and I started right episode one, and I was just like, this is a lot. So, um, and then I found out about the, I had never heard of the CES letter, so then I found out about that, and then, um, anyway, it just kind of, I think it was about 2017 or 18. I can't remember when I resigned, when I, it was around then, and yeah. I had been listening to Not Somali Mormon like on like over and like just from episode one all the way, and they really helped me. Like I was yeah. just like I remember like working out, listening to them, and like my jaw just dropping as they were talking mm-hmm. about stuff, you know. And so, um, I think combined with like Mormon stories and Not Somali Mormon, like hearing uh, John Dolan's stories about uh, like being in South America, was he in South America? or something and he was like they're like building numbers of um baptisms and it was just kind of like the things that they did just to you know they got these like faux baptisms basically like they just kind of get these kids to get baptized so they had like hundreds of people getting baptized but really no retention or whatever and so i was like oh well that's cool i went through two years of hell in florida and Mm -hmm. only had two baptisms and yeah beating myself up over the head for it for t- years after because i was like was i not righteous enough was i not you know good enough and and then um i don't know what it was that i think something sarah and katie had said on not so long mormon i was like yeah i could just remove my records and it just kind of became i was just like I, it was more just kind of I wanted to do it as like an official, like I'm done. Like, I don't want to have any Mm -hmm. part of it. I don't want to, I don't want to um, be associated with it. I don't want them to ever come knocking on my door. Like, Oh, you're here, you know? And um, they, I hear a lot of stories about like people that leave and then they get kind of harassed afterwards. Yeah, I've heard that too. Yeah. That never happened for me, which is, (laughs) I'm glad, but it also like, I, I removed myself from the situation and it is weird because, well, I, when I, at my first, like at tech school, I saw, I saw some like senior missionaries that like found me somehow. And I don't know how they still to this day have no idea how they found me. Yeah. But like, oh, you want to come to church with Obviously us? Obviously the spirit told them where you were. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I still have no idea how they found me. Yeah. But yeah, it's weird how they, anyway. Yeah, it was definitely the spirit, totally. And uh, I can remember distinctly, like, walking, I would, like, it was on the weekend, obviously, they were going to church, and Sunday was, like, one of our, it was, like, one of our first, like, it's the only day that we can, like, really just, like, relax. Like, Saturday and Sunday, we were able to just, like, do our own thing, and, but you never actually got to relax, obviously, but, like, um, I think a few friends and I were going to, like, walk off base, and go like shop like just walk around because that's all we could do (laughs) none of us had cars so we just um and i saw them like piling up this van full of people and they like waved to me and i was like i just waved and i kept walking (laughs) i was like no um yeah i don't know i i don't know if my 
experience is super unique or anything but it was just like I just kind of quietly left and then I quietly resigned like I just yeah. didn't I didn't really tell anybody um I didn't make a big I don't know it did, it was more for my own personal like feel good <laughs> you know like I just like a gift I to yourself <laughs> yeah. it just kind of was like a closing of a chapter basically yeah. closing of like making it more official that I just don't want don't want to have anything to do with it I used to like refer to myself as I still do obviously especially around here where I live ex-Mormon you know but like when I lived in like Colorado I didn't even put that on myself like I didn't put that label on myself yeah I just said yeah you like if people asked like I would tell them obviously but I was just like it was never like some not, around here. You kind of have to like, oh, I'm I'm ex Mormon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you have to like beat them back with it. Yeah, like I've so, already I already know. I yeah. I know your secret handshakes. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> no, I get that too. It depends on who you like talk to around here. Like you have to preface this with like, oh, I, no, 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 I'm good. Thanks, thanks though. Yeah. Because yeah. they find you. And I think I've told you like the place I work is kind of like this niche of like ex-mormons and like not never mows too like it's it's wild like i never thought that this kind of place existed i did work at like barnes and noble and there was a lot of the manager was from deseret books so she was like trying to change barnes and noble into like this deseret book vibe and i was like that's not gonna people that come here come specifically because it's not deseret book <laughs> so um and then uh like she started putting like uh a religion end caps on more stuff and like it's like girl we don't need more religion around this area <laughs> like we don't uh anyway and then we are uh, all full up <laughs> <laughs> but then i i when you start a new job you're like kind of just like kind of testing the waters dipping your toe you know and you finally yeah. find out most yeah, of the it's people. like making new mom friends. I'm like, yeah. mm, are you wearing garments? You have garment yeah. life clothes? Although that doesn't that doesn't even count now anymore because like half of them don't even wear them all the time anymore, which I That's still weird. don't understand. Yeah, it's so weird. Like you can just wear them whenever you feel like. like. Yeah, and I think there there's been like, I remember something on Twitter about that. Like there was kind of like this few conversations going around about how, um like the new millennials and like Gen Z or like probably like that are members are probably going to be that way. They just don't want to wear them all the time. Yeah. Eh, interesting. Yeah. That's a weird, like it's like, it's kind of way healthier. Yeah. Defeats the purpose. Yeah. Anyway, which the purpose is to control. So, I mean, but like uh, from the church's perspective of like, Oh, they keep you safe and whatever. Like it actually doesn't defeat. It does nothing by not wearing them at least you won't have the psychos that are wearing them while they're showering or (laughs) 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 i can't imagine that no especially the matched ones oh lord oh oh no no (laughs) i i think i texted you and katie when i was like oh i'm wearing a bodysuit today and just like had a like thought of like trying to wear it with garments and like how would that even like could you imagine the like <laughs> just trying to like tuck and Stop like in. <laughs> oh my god I was just see I was always like getting dressed I was like could you imagine so I had to... <laughs> ew 
it's funny to see around here like you'll see the guys were still wear like i used to do this but like the crew neck ones that you could see like you, they would wear them as like an undershirt yeah and, um <laughs> i see it all <laughs> my ex-husband now. wore them under everything but like he was such a cheap bastard he would like wear them until they were like like they were all frayed and like the collar was like all stretched out and so it just looked horrible and i'd be like you need to no no like like a bum there's one uh instructor in particular that i'm always like whenever i see him i'm like ah ew put that (laughs) not an undershirt well it is but it's not uh, anyway and (laughs) so but yeah, I used to do that all the time too. Though, like, I see old pictures mm-hmm. of myself, and I'm like, "Oh, honey, what were you doing? Mm-mm, what are you doing? What are you?" Doing? I know. When <laughs> when I got remarried, um, my now husband, you, I've, I've talked about him before. It's not a secret. Patrick, what the fuck is wrong with me today? He wears like V-neck undershirts, and I'm like, it's so much better because then it doesn't like stick out of whatever he's wearing. <laughs> Well, see, and in the military, we would have undershirts, obviously, but like on our in our um, dress in our dress uniforms, we would have them the white ones. Oh yeah. And so, but like they had to be like pressed, like beautiful, yeah. like and they'd have to look good. I, There's no I, I like frayed that. edges. I'm okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> but I did have like this weird experience. I think I told you. I don't know if you remember that, but like I had this shirt that I couldn't can't wear just like like because it's very like. The color is like really light, and so like wearing just nothing underneath it is kind of okay. We can see everything, Jake. So um, you got nipples. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got nipples, Greg. Can you milk me? <laughs> uh, so I was oh, like, God. okay, I'm gonna put a shirt underneath it. So I put one of my old like military ones underneath it. And then the whole day, I just felt weird. Like, I felt mm-hmm. like I was wearing garments. Like, yeah. it just, and I, it really actually fucked with my head for the whole day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have, like, a pair of, like, bicycle shorts that I, I can't, I can't, they feel too close. Like, they're yeah. tight on the thighs, and I'm like, I hate them so much. But I only wear them cycling, and then I take them off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have some, like, white um, compression shorts that I uh, usually wear. If I wear them to the gym, I usually wear shorts over them. And I got these white shorts that I put over them this just recently. And I felt like I was wearing garments. Like, I was just like, no. Oh. <laughs> Ew, no, 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 no. It's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> well, I think that, like, I think what you went through is, like, a lot of people's experience. Where they just kind of were like, this isn't really working for me. And they leave. And then, like, eventually remove their records. Or they don't remove their records. Or what have you. And I think it's interesting to find out, like, why people remove their records you know so I was looking on reddit and there's some like really (laughs) amazing answers as to why (laughs) I left (laughs) but I thought I also stumbled across um so 10 months ago this is from 10 months ago so it's a little not up to date (laughs) excuse me um they created this um new Finding Lost Members Pilot Program. Oh, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. This sounds familiar. Yeah. So it's a program that's been rolled out to like 
Yeah, it's tr- it started in the Utah area, and it's called Finding Lost Members Training. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so a Finding Lost Members pilot was conducted beginning in September 2020 in specified coordinating councils throughout the world, including four Utah area coordinating councils. These pilots were authorized by the First Presidency. <laughs> Elders Quorum and Relief Society presidencies were asked to work together in finding lost members. They had the option to request help from other ward council members or missionaries. Area 70s were asked to oversee the progress of finding lost members' work. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So um, so there's, like, lots of discussion about, like, what actually happens when, like, you remove your record. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, like weird, weird hiccup into the mic. Sorry, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, everybody's discussing it. And, like, the best response I saw to this was somebody quoted Lord of the Rings that said, not all who wander are lost. And I was like, ah! It's, like, the greatest thing ever. Yeah, so I thought that was interesting. So I kind of looked into, like, so when you resign, like there's lots of people like there's no point in resigning because they don't do they just like say, OK, fine, you resign. And that is true because the church is very meticulous about keeping records. And most of North American countries do not have the right to be forgotten or the right to become a known acts in like our policies. So there are some European European countries that have a right to be forgotten like law. Or you can request that you're, like, scrubbed from records, like, you have the right to no longer be known in certain institutions. The United (laughs) States, Canada does not have that, like, (laughs) catalyst. So the church is welcome to maintain those records and keep them. They will always have a record that, like, Jake Taylor was born on this day and he was, you know, blessed on this day. He was baptized on this day. He received this on this day. They have those records of when those happened. Mm -hmm. But your actual membership is moved into a resigned database. Oh, so when people are like, they don't even get rid of your records. Yeah, that's true. They don't because they don't have to. So, no. so I thought that was an interesting answer to that because I've heard that from so many people that they're like, oh, they just put like an asterisk next to your name. And I'm like, yeah, because they have a right to maintain their records, mm-hmm. whether or not. And then also, if you get rebaptized, you can petition the first presidency to restore like all your ordinances and stuff. You don't have to like redo so, all of your like, yeah, you don't have yeah. to redo like all the different things that you went through. So that's why they also maintain records on you. Yeah. So that's interesting. Go. I didn't know about that because I thought that. So but you have to get rebaptized, right? Like You do. Yeah. But that's the that's... only thing I, I believe that's the only thing that you have to, you physically have to do. You petition the first presidency, you get rebaptized. And then when you're confirmed, they reconfirm like all of your ordinances onto you. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So if that. you were like, a Melchizedek priesthood member, you'd become a Melchizedek priesthood member, like, at that time. They just do it all in one fell swoop. Hmm. Weird, eh? I don't know anybody that's done it, so I could be, like, I could be wrong, but from what my research is showing me. So what I'm going to do is I'm oh going <laughs> to get dunked again. Oh, God. And uh, I will get... All the things back. I'll be Sam again. That's my temple name. You have and, to go on and, the same day of the month, though, to make sure. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. How would that work? 
it's changed now. Like they changed they changed the order of names and stuff. I don't know if they updated that. So Those now it's rat like a, bastards. How dare yeah. they? And then uh, if I get Jethro, I'd be like, well, I might just stay. Because honestly, <laughs> Jethro, that's a cool name. <laughs> Jethro. <laughs> Pretty sure I went to school uh, with a Jethro. Jethro. <laughs> oh my god, that's so about funny. But uh, the. <laughs> And then, then we'll find out how it works. You know, infiltrate. Yeah, you can tell me. All for the podcast, right? This is just oh, for the podcast. And then, and then, I'll re <laughs> resign again, and I'll be like, "Thank you." <laughs> like I just, just wanted to know how this works. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha twice. <laughs> <laughs> Irish goodbye. Boom. <laughs> Two times. <laughs> Although the so second funny. time would be less of an Irish goodbye, it'd be like, mm, boom, bitches. <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny. <laughs> um, yeah, so I thought that was interesting, and then I thought it was like interesting to talk about like, like I left the church Irish goodbye. Basically, I just slowly stopped going over time. Um, in 2006, 2007, after I was divorced, I got, my divorce was finalized. Let me see. Okay. I filed for divorce in 2006. It was finalized just about 11 months later in 2007. So I'd say somewhere in there, I stopped going because. I think of. Sorry, I know I'm, you were a baby. <laughs> one of the main reasons that I was like, fuck this shit, because this is not how I'm supposed to live my life at 21 years old. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So in the process of like getting divorced, I was going to the family ward and it made <laughs> the conversation was it would make men uncomfortable to see a single lady in our family ward because you don't have a husband like just my presence. Is making married men (laughs) uncomfortable. Interesting. Yeah. Because uh, they'd be like, "Oh, unmarried." Oh, she's single. Single. Want to be my poly 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 wife? Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. And there was like accusations of like infidelity and stuff, which I just like rolled with. I was like, "Yeah, totally cheated on him. Absolutely. If that gets me out of this marriage, I don't fucking care. I will take all the blame." Like. Anyways, so, so yeah, my bishop at the family ward was like, you should probably go to the singles ward. So I started attending the singles ward and the bishop there sat me down and said, you can't be dating any of the men who haven't been married before. You need to just date other divorcees because you've had sex and that's not fair to our young men who have remained faithful. Ugh, I hate right? it. I like, hate that so much. Please call me a licked cupcake. One more time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like, between that, I was like, so you don't fucking want me, and you don't fucking want me, and everyone thinks I'm trash, so I'm not even going to go anymore. So yeah, that's when I started. And then, <laughs> fast forward to 2019, I have a toddler and an infant and I was drowning and was like, I don't know what to, I'm, I don't know what I'm doing. And the only thing I knew was like parenting milestones from the church. And so I was like, is that what I'm supposed to do? And my husband was like, we need to have a conversation about a cult. <laughs> and that's when <laughs> every, I started like listening to not so Molly Mormon. I read the CES letter. 
switch that. I read the CS letter first and then I found not so Molly Mormon. And yeah, same as you. I just like listened on repeat. Mm. And so I was like, well, yeah, I'm never going back. And then it was after becoming friends with you and hearing the musket fire talk that I was like, oh no, you don't get to even have my name. Like, no, we're done. So yeah, it was like, I can't do that math. 12 years, 11 years. It took me to actually be like, no, I'm out. (laughs) Yeah. So I, um, I remember that when you like called me crying after the (laughs) musket fire and now you're fine. That was, I think that was like, for me, that one was like, a. hate saying this like it, was, it affirmed like my decision to leave you like yeah. it was just like oh yep mm-hmm, that's yeah. <laughs> and everything that like the church has done since that I'm like god I'm so glad I left mm-hmm. like I'm so glad I have no ties to that you know other than being like on my parents records or whatever which whatever it's fine yeah yeah, yeah. um I do remember kind of why this topic came up was because uh one of my co-workers had mentioned that um like they they have removed their records but they were talking about how uh some other people won't remove them because it yeah. it gives it um like credibility it's like oh it yeah. has like it's it's a thing to leave does that does that make sense yeah. that no i completely yeah i remember it, talking um, about this with you yeah giving it power and like saying that yeah. like it actually had meaning to you but like mm-hmm. if you don't leave then it's like if you keep the records there then it's just like well they're not they don't mean anything anyway so it's yeah. whatever they i can... think there's two schools of thought because you can look at like the church's membership numbers and you can look at members active members mm-hmm. inactive members and then they don't really publish it but there is a way to know how many people are leaving so Mm -hmm. I know a lot of people that are like I will absolutely maintain my membership and just be inactive so that looks worse on their balance sheet of like oh "Oh, we have four million members oh but actually two million of them are inactive or whatever right Mm -hmm. so I've heard that I think that's I mean again but it's giving that credibility to the church that it actually means something right Mm -hmm. so I don't know what the right quote unquote right answer is. I think it's a very personal question that people have to like make for themselves and should never be judged for. Like I know people are like, yeah, I'm just never, I don't care. I would never like I one of my best friends, she's just like, why would I even go through that to have my records removed? It's silly. It doesn't mean anything. And there's yeah. no judgment for me. Like if that's fine with her, then great. Be happy, live free, you know? Well that I remember when you were resigning, you were going through a lot of, you had to do a lot of, uh, oh my God. a lot of shit to get it done. Right. It was, it was so much. Cause like for me, it was just, I went to, what was that one? Quitmormon.org. Quitmormon.org. Yeah. And I literally just filled out the form. And then like three months later I got my letter and it was easy peasy. Lemon squeezy. Yeah. And then, um, when I found out about your, because you're in Canada, it was a little more complicated. And then also, yeah, I think because I'm a woman too. too. Yeah. Yeah. I think because I was a female who was canceling a ceiling to a man who was still active. I think that caused a lot of issues. Like I, (laughs) my cousin actually got like legal. She's a friend who works in like legal aid and stuff. Help me with like the, what needed to be said in the letter and how to like send it through because 
yeah, it was a lot more like, oh, no, you have to meet with your bishop because you're sealing blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, but it's fake anyway. It's like, you really think yeah. when I die, my ex-husband's going to be like, oh, you're mine now. Like, mm. better yeah. hope he has a resurrected body so I can kick his ass. Like, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> <sighs> I talk a big game, but I would just sit and cry. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um. That brings it like that makes me think of like those. Um, a friend of mine was uh, like, I don't have to get specific, but like those ceilings, like it, it's always been like, um, like I just have a. They do take that so seriously that, but like, um, if a woman leaves the church and then the man still stays. Um, mm-hmm. But then she gets um, wants to get remarried. There's like this thing where you have to get permission. And yeah. uh, I guess there's misconception with that because uh, this friend of mine was saying like, oh, it's not like that anymore. And I was I got really upset because I was like, have they changed it? Like, because like that's what I've been hearing, you know. And then mm-hmm. I looked it up and I said it was they've just made it more indirect, like. Mm-hmm. It's not like you you petition the first presidency to say that you want your ceiling canceled. And the first presidency contacts your ex-husband and has a conversation with him about whether they say yes or no. Depending on what his answer is, is what the first presidency tells you. Yep. It has nothing to do with like, oh, we're going to pray about it and whatever. No, 100%. Yeah. And Because when my ex was getting remarried, I got notified, I like got notified by his bishop to let me know that I was basically going to have a sister wife and was I okay with that? And I said, no, and it didn't matter. I said, no, I absolutely like seal my can cancel my ceiling and he can get married. I don't want to be involved in this like three way, whatever bullshit. And he still, I don't think he was sealed before they even actually got my letter. Like they don't care. Well, and it's one of those things where it's like, I guarantee the first presidency and like the quorum or whatever, they don't even see those things. Oh no. It's all just, it goes to the, yeah. church headquarters and then it's some a rubber stamp response to some intern yeah. or something like yeah. responds could you imagine it's... some like <laughs> missionary who was called to work in salt lake is reading like my letter about like being abused and could you imagine what that would do to somebody that actually was just sitting there just like receiving letters oh my god yeah. i well, hope it wasn't read by somebody like that yeah traumatizing yeah. the, the, like, also, Awful. also in a good way though it might could be one of those things where they read the, all these letters and they're like well okay after this i'm done like yeah that's true the church yeah, is I wonder doing who all reads those letters yeah because like my letter my aunt's letter my cousin's letter they all came back they said the exact same thing verbatim and they were sent at like different years different months like so wow. it's just print, stamp, mm-hmm. send. Like, they don't. Yeah. yeah. And honestly, like, my letter was so anticlimactic. I was just, I remember, like, opening it and being like, oh, interesting. You know, and I know I know a lot of people, like, save the date or whatever. And yeah. I don't know. And which is fine. That's, that's oh, what totally, they mean. Yeah. But, like, for me, I'm just like, I don't, I know it was around November. October, yeah. November sometime. Mine too, I can't yeah. find the letter anymore. Like it's like lost in my I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I don't care. Like I just know that it happened. Yeah. <laughs> and again, there, I don't think there's a right way or a wrong way, but I'm of the mind of like, it doesn't fucking matter. Like, I'm gone. I'm done. It doesn't affect yeah. me anymore. So Yeah. Yeah, we have a podcast about it. 
Yeah, well, it makes me think, too, like, um, a lot of the Mormons on Twitter, the Desnat is basically who I'm talking to. I found out that, like, most of the Mormons, like, 99% of the Mormons that are on Twitter are Desnat. Like, it's not, there's no, like, anyway. I think it correlates with the fact that they, like, all of their, like, meetups and, like, prophecies and stuff are on, on, like, special hidden websites. And so that's how they do the primary chunk of, like, their does not gonna does not i don't even know what they do yeah, but i think I, there's like twitter links and stuff and that's why they're such a heavy presence yeah but it's so weird to me still like i just like the way they treat people there was one that like dropped the f slur like the and i was just Ugh, like like anti-gay re- f slur yeah Ugh, yeah and i was just like word. um <laughs> i report anytime that and I, then i told him to fuck off <laughs> like <laughs> and it's like oh cry harder like that's their big, big thing oh, it's yeah, like yeah. cry harder and like i don't okay you i really no just want you to fuck these, off like you don't yeah. it doesn't matter like i'm not crying i'm just like telling you to fuck off like, <laughs> yeah. it's not, it's um, like the same way i flip off people in traffic on deerfoot it's yeah. the same mentality of like goodbye asshole they always uh, bring up this whole thing of like why can't ex-mormons just you can leave the church we can't leave it alone like that's literally like the thing that keeps coming up and i'm just like we hear that all the time but it's (laughs) and people like why do you have to make it your whole personality i'm sorry sister smith with your like pantsuit and carrying your little scripture case and your little ctr badge on your lapel and your and your ctr <laughs> ring and your yeah like, and your sweater that says think celestial on it like fuck off uh, yeah like, but we make it all our personal we make it, yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we're the weird ones <laughs> <laughs> i mean you and i we are yeah, but <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> uh yeah the i always um I used to try and, like, explain that to them, like, um, all the years of, like, it's just, like, deconstructing is, like, a lifetime journey, mm-hmm. and, you know, try to have real conversations with them, they don't listen, so. They don't, because no. <laughs> they don't, they don't understand it, they don't understand the depths of, like, the brainwashing, and the cognitive, cognitive dissonance that we went through, and the mental gymnastics that we performed for years, mm-hmm. like, I just, ugh. like, I was saying to somebody in another group yesterday, like the amount of drama that I created in my younger life, because that's what I thought I was supposed to live. And that if I didn't have that uneasy, unsettled feeling that I wasn't, Satan wasn't working on me because I wasn't worth his time because I was already evil enough. Mm-hmm. And like to now be like, I'm so boring. And like, my life is so like not interesting and it's great. Right. <laughs> so great. Oh, man. <laughs> so uh, one thing I, love to hear well sometimes it gets old but i'm just like they're like oh you left the like the whole you left the church to sin thing and oh like, yeah yeah or you're a lazy uh, learner or... and especially when you're a gay man that left the church they think that you just want to go have sex all the time which is like i'm like okay i had my phase but like yeah. i'm done i'm old like uh, uh, no <laughs> right? you know like i'm i just stay i literally you know i literally stay home yeah. On weekends. Last Friday night, I went to bed at 9 p.m. <laughs> like, <laughs> you're like, I went to bed at night. It's 10. And it was, I'm awake and I was now. <laughs> pushing myself to that from 7 p.m. So, like, <laughs> I know, because didn't you message me? Like, I'm ready for bed and it's 7 p.m. I was like, where are we? What is happening? <laughs> uh, granted, I am, I've been very tired lately, but, um, yeah, and I feel like a brand new man. 
Yay! <laughs> <laughs> but uh, um, they, they're always like, oh, you're a degenerate. That's another thing that they say. And I'm like, that literally has no... They think that, that has, that's like the biggest insult ever. I think it's hilarious. I know. Like, that's like it's, something like boomers say. Like that's a, such a boomer term, yeah. Uh, what was the... You have no dignity. It's pronounced no diggity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh god. Oh god, it's so funny. But what do they think we're out here doing? Like Monday through Friday, I'm like making lunches for school, cooking dinner for my family, going grocery shopping. Like they they think that every mom who's <laughs> left the church is like on an episode of weeds and we're dealing drugs out of our minivans. Like I don't understand. <laughs> Like first of all, I would have a pimpin minivan if I was dealing. (laughs) Oh man, I don't. Oh god. I'm like, I wish I were. Sometimes I wish I were doing those things, you know. Whatever, Uh, but (laughs) I'm really boring now, you know. Right. I know. I know. I bought a new planner, and that was (laughs) the big news. That was that was my big news. My husband was like, really, another planner, and I was like, it's not math, so. Yeah. <laughs> Listeners, Dusty has a, well, a problem. I mean, that's the, the singular on that one, but the I just <laughs> I have so many problems. When I first met Dusty, reliving trauma. <laughs> I get these Marco Polos where she's like, "Look at this planner, isn't it beautiful?" She shows me every. She's like going through the pages, all, all sweet and softly. She's just like, "Oh, I'm like this is, this is my life now." That's... <laughs> and I even have a planner because I bought a planner that I still have not used. <laughs> but I'm just like, she convinced me that it's so beautiful, and it is gorgeous. It's a gorgeous. It's gorgeous. Planner, I but I just haven't used it yet. It's been two because years, it's so pretty, but... you don't want to draw in it. I know. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> God, it's funny. I have a serious problem, but yeah, like that's my like, that's what me and my husband fight about. It's like you don't need another planner. It's not that like I'm out uh, snorting coke or something. I don't know. Yeah. There was this um this person on Twitter that tweet tweet Twitter. Tweeter? <laughs> I was on the on tweeter the, the other day. <laughs> Doing a twit. <laughs> Posted a twit. And uh, I, but the, <laughs> this person like posted about how ex-Mormons are all like in the gutters of Salt, downtown, downtown Salt Lake and like <laughs> using drugs and stuff. And I was like, oh, I didn't know we were supposed to be there. <laughs> like, I didn't know that's where I was supposed Somebody to be. Somebody told me at Damn the it, meeting. I missed the memo. Oh, yeah, seriously. <laughs> like the amount of like volunteer committees I sit on, and uh, yeah, I'm such a horrible, horrible, evil human being because I'm well, I, not teaching my children to pray to Sky Daddy. Yeah, yeah. What was it? One of your kids said to was it the? Uh, <laughs> we believe in Spider Man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As for me and my house, we will serve Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cause we have he's very inquisitive and he's very intelligent and he asks, 
like, why do people believe in God? And so we explain it to him. Like, some people find comfort in believing that there is a God that's in control of everything. And, like, if they pray, he'll answer their prayers. And he goes, well, that's stupid because people die from diseases. And I'm like, you are six and you get it. (laughs) (laughs) Why don't these other people get it? (laughs) Yeah, I know. I'm like, it's. And I'm like, and if you ever want to believe in God, that's completely fine, too. And he's like, yeah, I'm good. (laughs) (laughs) That's another thing. Uh, Well, okay. First, there was. uh, Now I've like got two different thoughts going in my head but I don't know which one's gonna win anyway um the like finding faith afterwards like I have never felt compelled well okay so I I did go to like a couple different churches with my friend because she was like I think I was kind of a project for her I think she wanted me to find like a faith or whatever right and I was just like eh but I went you know I went to like this orthodox was it no messianic jew mm-hmm. thing uh, and that was pretty cool but like and then i went to like really like um pentecostal type and the the prophet uh she was like she was all cool i was like oh this is fine it was like in this tent and everything and i was like oh this is nice like oh mm-hmm. and she's like saying really good things and then all of a sudden she started yelling and then everybody was getting up, and she was like, "Bless!" Like, like they were, they do, started doing the like, the shaking thing and the dancing, and I was like, "Oh, oh God. that would yeah. scare me." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but even then, like, I was just like, I don't. I was like, "Well, I'll just." I really just did it for my friend. Like, I wasn't doing it for myself. Like, I was yeah. just. I have no desire to like be a part of a religion, especially like, um with like all the stuff with Christianity nowadays, or it's like the the whole Christian nationalism and stuff that's going on in, in America, at least. And I'm pretty sure you're getting it up there, but I, um, they, oh yeah, I just, it's a yucky taste in my mouth. So, but I mean, if you need a faith, then, and that's what you need. Like that structure, some people need that. And like you said, that's, there's yeah. no right or wrong answer to the how people uh, cope with leaving. Some people yeah. take it a lot harder, and they just need to be able to. They need to have some sort of structure, faith. That yeah, and like, and I have no problem with people who like have faith in their lives or believe in you know religion. That's if that's what you want in your life and that brings you comfort, have at her, you know, mm-hmm. I think that's incredible. People who can find a faith after some of the bullshit we went through. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also a website that somebody made. It's why I left And it's oh. a map with a bunch of pins and little smiley faces. And you can like click on your area. It's insane. I should share my screen with you. Actually, let me show you. Our listeners can't see it, but. So it's just like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of smiley faces. And then you just like click on them. Oh, my computer's going really slow now. Oh, no, don't crash. (laughs) (laughs) But you just like click and then it says there was a pandemic that changed a lot in the world that the so-called prophets did not foresee. The church-wide fasting did not magically stop it, and the so-called prophets had no divine insight or wisdom to give the members regarding a worldwide challenge. 
Instead, they hid in their great and spacious buildings, investing their billions. Oh, another reason to be out is I enjoy adult beverages. And then it has, like, a date. It's all, like, anonymous. Religion is a myth is one of them. Like, it's just the coolest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. So if anybody wants to check that out, it's kind of a cool little thing. We can put it in the show notes if you want. But yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. And like, so I think the reason for leaving is like, if a hundred thousand people left, I think you'd have a hundred thousand reasons why they left. Oh, yeah. Like, it's such a personal thing, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. And um, it's interesting because I'll like, yes, there's different reasons, but there's always like some like echoes of like similarity. Like, there's just like, um, like this there's like these common common patterns especially mm-hmm. like um but like it's interesting to me to listen to people that are like older and have left like that left a long time ago yeah like was one of my coworkers he he left like a long time ago and um he he was part of like the editing and writing of the CES letter and so oh, like yeah you um, told me about him that's so cool yeah and uh like he he's like ten yeah like ten years older than me like ten anyway so but he left like in the uh one say nineties like early two thousands so okay. he's been out for a long time and his reasons are pretty similar but like um also very different because like a lot of different things were happening in the church at the time that makes sense. <laughs> But um, yeah, then, there was a lot going on back. I can't, oh my god, we're just I can't imagine we're teenagers. <laughs> it's funny to me because like I know now Gordon B. Hickley is like because Sarah and Katie kind of <laughs> ruined that memory for yeah, me. Yeah, thanks uh, for that, girls. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Because he was always such this like sweet old man. He type. was like our uh, prophet, and then they were yeah. like, "No, he lied. He bullface lied about everything." And I'm like, "Well, that's great." <laughs> My whole life was a lie. That's fine. Everything's and, uh, a lie. <laughs> that's another reason why it's like uh, you can't leave the church alone. It's because you're trying to figure out what's what was real and what wasn't. Like it's just. Oh my God, I watched the Hunger Games <laughs> movies because I went and saw the new one. And when Peta's like, you love me, real or not real, I'm like, oh, my God, that's how I feel. (laughs) Crying. Oh, my God. It's funny because I think we were going back to a little bit, but the, um, like, my relationships in outside of the church and my, like, the things I do and things I participate participate in are more mindful mm-hmm. than when I was out was and was in the church like mm-hmm. um things that I'm more proud of and like um having like stronger relationships with people that are like I get to know them on a different level rather than like oh we're just members of the same church so of course we got to be friends yeah you're just friends and you know nothing about the other person but like you trust them with your entire like they're the person you call if something goes wrong with your family and you drop your kids off with them Mm-hmm. You know, it, and there's no like, there's no actual knowledge about who these people are, but you just happen to go sit in the same building for three hours or two hours every Sunday. Like, mm-hmm. I, I get it. I know I'm like on volunteer boards and the people that I work with and the people I've become friends with are 
there's such like a deep, meaningful connection between these people because it's based on who we are as actual human beings, not just we both pray to the same sky daddy. Yeah. So wild to me. So wild. Anyways, well, that's what I wanted to share with you. So I. I loved it. It's a great conversation. And it's, um, I just, you know, I guess listeners just think about why, you, if you have left, then like think about why you did. And I yeah. guess we kind of reflect on that. But, um, and how, the reason you left can be, I mean, I've heard, oh, it was just silly reason. There's no silly reason. If it no. made you feel better as a human being, then that is a valid reason. Your yep. feelings are valid. Your choices are valid. You do what's best for you and don't let somebody tell you like, oh, you're sinning because you're leaving a toxic environment. (laughs) Yeah. The thing when you say toxic environment, I'm just like, it's so it's one of those things where it's like you look at it from the outside. It's like, oh, they're so good. Like, because I I don't know. I, Mm -hmm. I was telling my friend that's still a member. I was just like, I like individual members you know like I'm good I'm good with them on a one-on-one whatever like you know I obviously have to be because I have Mormon family but like (laughs) yeah uh even then I'm it's on a one-on individual basis (laughs) it's like the mob mentality when they like get into a group that you're like whoa whoa people people yeah and as like a corporation I don't I was like I don't I told him like I don't like the higher level shit I don't like yeah. All that stuff, but, and like the group as a whole, but like individually, totally chill with you, you know. Yeah, like, totally, yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, that's a good conversation to have. Yeah. Thanks, thanks for having it with me, listeners. If you are one of those that have not left or resigned, like, um, or, you know, that's totally valid, also. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I know a lot of people that are just like they can be a, a voice for good inside the organization and like. If you can do that and still not go crazy, like, that's incredible. Yeah. Like, my hat off to you. I couldn't do it. I couldn't be in yeah. and, and try and, like, speak up and stuff. I would just start screaming at everybody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, I just, well, and I was thinking about it, too. Like, I spent a lot of, like, I never thought of myself as, like, PMO, like, the physically mm-hmm. and mentally out. But apparently, like, looking back on it, I was like, I definitely was for a few years there. Yeah. Where I just went to this like singles branch just for the social aspect of it yeah. i didn't give a fuck about the like teaching and stuff but like i had friend, i made really good friends there and then but that ended up being like the catalyst for me like joining the navy <laughs> you know so, <laughs> i don't know <laughs> yeah totally anyway well any last thoughts on that <laughs> um not unless you want to sing Christmas songs and weird accents. <laughs> <laughs> we will no, do that I hope everybody. We're recording this listeners. before Thanksgiving, but I hope everybody has like a really good Thanksgiving down there, and just know that like if your family makes you crazy, you're not alone, and it's fine. Your feelings are valid. And yeah, holidays especially hard time for ex mormons Yeah, a lot of weird relationships with families. Um, yeah. And also, like understanding how to do, you, do you still celebrate the the Jesus part of <laughs> Christmas? Right, it's, it's or... weird. It's a treacherous waters to kind of like, yeah. So our DMs are open, our emails open. Yeah. Shoot us a message if you need support. We are here for you. I'm here for you.
I don't yeah. know. Jake, I'm talking. <laughs> <laughs>